Hi, this is Tia Sirkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it begins. A desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the force be with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Twin Suns Transmission, the podcast where sand gets everywhere. I'm your host, Eric Pfeiffer, joined, as always, by Jesse Sanfilippo. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 142, and it's been a few weeks since we've had our last episode, but we are back and we are ready to discuss all the new and exciting Star Wars news. And, Jesse, it's been a huge few weeks for Star Wars gaming in uh, gaming just everywhere with the uh, the gaming convention E3 happening just a few weeks ago. We got a lot more stuff about a lot of the upcoming games uh, that EA is producing, like Jedi Fallen Order and Star Wars Battlefront 2 just had another update, so a lot of really cool stuff. But let's go ahead and begin our discussion on Jedi Fallen Order, and this is a... A story that is, uh, I believe, going to be mostly single-player, uh, a mostly single-player game, and it's going to follow a character by the name of Kel Kestis and his little droid BD-1, and this takes place in between episodes three and four after the fall of the Jedi Order, and um, Jesse, we got about a 26-minute sort of like gameplay demo of what this game's going to be like and, and what you think of what you saw. I am so stoked to get to be a Jedi in a video game again. Just just full that is your only character is you're just this really awesome Jedi. I cannot aim. It's well known <laughs> for anyone who's played Battlefront with me. So this is, this is going to be my game. This is something I could actually win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's cool about this is that pretty much everything that comes out right now related to Star Wars is canon, right? It's it's part of the story. Battlefront 2, you go through the campaign, all that stuff following Iden Versio and Inferno Squad and all that and you know, even uh Star Wars Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad the book, it goes along with the campaign in what you get to play as in the game and this is going to be very similar everything that happens in this game is going to be is going to be canon it's going to be accurate now i won't give away too much about what we saw in case you want to be totally surprised but just like a quick two seconds like summary of the gameplay everything was essentially all in order i don't know if it was the first level that they showed us or what but essentially, you play, like I said, as Kel Kestis, and you're on Kashyyyk, and you're searching for Tarful, which is pretty cool. Tarful is in Episode 3. He's the Wookiee that we see hanging out with Chewbacca and Yoda uh, during the Battle of Kashyyyk, which is pretty awesome. And in your search for Tarful, you come across Saw Gerrera, voiced by Forrest Whitaker, which was pretty cool. 
and um, this is going to be a great, a great story. I cannot wait for this, and BD1, I just love the character. I think he looks awesome and super cute. He's so cute. It makes me want to have a little droid just hanging out on my shoulder. Yeah. All the time. He, like hops up there like a little piggyback ride. Like he's Yeah. He's cool. One thing that did uh, stick out to me as far as story-wise though was that uh, we know that this Cal Kestis is a Padawan, but the lightsaber that he's using was a lightsaber that his master gave him. He mm -hmm. specifically said he was given it by his master. It's not like he you know, built it himself or something like that. So it's, it strikes me as potentially his master's lightsaber and maybe his got destroyed or I don't know. But. Yeah. I was, this this kid seems like an unconventional Padawan too, just on the the force abilities. Everything that we, we get to see him do in this, in the trailer and in the, the preview of the gameplay, there were some pretty cool force abilities that I feel like we've only seen in the most powerful characters we know. Yeah. And this this Padawan has them. Yeah. Definitely. And it it, it kind of reminds me of a mixture of like the Force Unleashed but also like Knights of the Old Republic a little bit because the game seems to be centered around like Force powers and this Jedi guy, right? And on the other side of the token, you have, like, for example, conversations. It looks like you're able to have conversations with characters, and you're not sort of ushered through the game. Like, you can talk to the people you want to talk to, and you have options with how you want to respond to their questions. You know, you could say yes, yeah. or you could say no, and you have that option. And you aren't always given that option when you play games like this, like in Battlefront, it's just a, you're ushered through the game in a sequence and you follow the story. But here it seems almost as though your choices will determine somewhat how the game goes. Yeah. I was really surprised when I saw that. I thought that was pretty cool and unique. I, I feel like it's going to be like a choose your own adventure partially. Yeah. yeah. And I also feel like there might be some comics or some novels that at some point will come out sort of relating to the story of this game, because it seems like they've been doing that a lot, um, you know, like with Battlefront 2 and even with Galaxy's Edge, right? Like a theme park, there's a whole bunch of content related to that specific outpost. So it'll be cool to see if they come out with any content or anything like that related to, uh, to Jedi Fallen Order. Now, one of the other things that I thought was pretty cool is that there was one scene in the gameplay where Cal Kestis was given the option to meditate. Like, there was a little, like, alcove or little area where you could sit down and meditate, and that will help your character gain experience and do certain things. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's super unique for a video game. There was even one point where he, like, saw a trooper that had fallen and was able to like touch the trooper and then like heard everything that happened right before he died mm -hmm. like i thought that was really neat so it's like you could either like i feel like me i would be like oh that guy's dead and just walk on by like you know yeah. like it's i feel like in this game there's gonna have you have to really like play around yeah. to like figure out everything that there is available to do because it seems like everything's going to be super interactive now I saw something come out recently about 
the fact that there's not going to be any dismemberment, like you're not going to be able to cut a stormtrooper's arm off and have <laughs> his arm just lay there. How do you feel about that? Um, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they Is want, it something like, a you would have wanted to have seen, though? Like, would you want that in a game? I don't need it. I mean, I feel like it, it definitely makes sense. There's a wide audience that's going to be playing this, and it makes sense not to just be, like, cutting people in half. I was just happy to see him just very easily mow down your average trooper. You know, I want to hit the average trooper once and be done just like it would be in the movies so i was happy to see that the like average like biker scout or whatever it's just like a like a one swing kill like that's enough for me i don't need to see him like in seven pieces across the floor (laughs) well it happens even in the movies too i mean return of the jedi when luke is on the skiff and he slices a dude and he flies into the sarlacc i mean you don't see his hand flying off or whatever you know i mean it's it's Star Wars, and it, from the beginning, was meant for a younger audience, and for the most part, I feel like, you know, and this isn't always the case, but I feel like younger people are the people who are playing video games more so than the older people. Like I said, it's not always the case, but I don't know. It'll it'll be a cool game to see, a uh, cool game to play. I've already got mine pre-ordered. I ordered, like, the Elite Deluxe Edition that comes with the action figure or whatever. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that, and the game will be released in November, right around the same time as The Mandalorian gets released on Disney+. Plus. So that's pretty cool. A lot of cool Star Wars stuff coming out in November, December. In addition to Jedi Fallen Order, we got some more info on another new Star Wars game. Jesse, what's this one? This one takes me way back to our college days this is like what we used to do when we first started being friends is sit in our dorms and play lego star wars Mm -hmm. and we are getting an entire saga worth all-encompassing all nine episodes included um skywalker saga lego star wars game and it's all new is according to starwars.com they're saying it's all new content so it's not just going to be like a remastering of the old ones with you know the rise of skywalker on the end it's going to be all new um for each of these episodes and there's going to be hundreds of playable characters and ships um and what's unique about this one for pretty much any other lego game that where it's based off of a movie series is that you'll be able to jump in to any of the episodes whenever you want. So you don't have to play completely unlock Phantom Menace in order to keep moving forward. Mm. You could start wherever you want. You could start with The Rise of Skywalker if you felt like it. So I thought that was really unique. It's a new thing they're doing for this all-encompassing LEGO Star Wars game. Yeah, and I remember when the Phantom Menace, or I think it might have even been the prequels Lego game or something, but I remember playing the Phantom Menace quite a bit, and at that point, like, the characters didn't speak. It was just like a, ooh, ah, ooh, like, little grunts, <laughs> and you could tell how they were feeling based off of the type of grunt or noise they made. Like, if they were happy, it'd be like, hmm, mm, ah. Or, like, if they got hit, they'd be like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> weird grunts and weird noises, and... I think they sort of evolved from that. Like, I got the Force Awakens Lego game when that came out. And first of all, it was a lot more difficult. 
than I remember the original Lego games being when I was younger, you know, um, seemed to be a lot more challenges, a lot more things to do. You had to use your mind to like unlock other things, you know, harder things. But at the same time, I think they also either, I don't know if they use the actors voices or they, but they talked or whatever. So people were like, I want the grunts back, but I don't know if we'll get that, but it still looks pretty cool. I mean, maybe that's what'll make it all new. They'll get to actually record content for all their previous Lego Star yeah. Wars episodes. Yeah. But I highly recommend picking up some of these the the Lego game, the Saga Lego game, because you know even though they're meant for a younger audience, they're still a lot of fun. And like I said, they've gotten a lot more difficult as the years have gone by. So definitely makes you think for some of the puzzles that you have to do and it's like the most fun game to to me at least to play with someone when you're like in the same house as them like, mm -hmm. you know like to you play on the same screen it's not split screen most of the time you're just and you're just like working together and it's kind of like this open little lego world i don't know i love yeah. these games yeah yeah as do i and the game I've been playing mostly now is the game that is the newest Star Wars game as far as, like, console games, and that's Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is a couple years old, but they're still producing more content. Capital Supremacy is the new game, newest game mode that they released, and they added Theed to that game mode, and I love Capital Supremacy. It takes you back to the, the old days of the original Battlefront 2, where you have to capture command posts and things like that, so very reminiscent of that, and they're still throwing in new maps and uh, new ways to play, which is pretty awesome. They also added Destroyer Droids, which is extremely cool. The Destroyer Droids or Droidekas hadn't been in the game at all, um, up until this past week, and they're not only fun to play, but uh, pretty nasty to, to go up against, too, with their deflector shields and, and everything. So nothing like rolling around as a destroyer droid, popping up your shield and just unloading <laughs> on people. So. It's just the best way to unwind after work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and in addition to that, we also got General Skywalker, the Clone Wars appearance for Anakin Skywalker which looks pretty cool. It's slightly strange to see like Hayden's face and then like the Clone Wars Anakin's costume. Like it's a little bit weird. Yeah. But it's still pretty awesome. I was actually jumping around in Naboo earlier today to try to get some of my challenges done. And uh, I got to be Anakin in his General Skywalker outfit, slicing down some droids in the theme yes. palace, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like I've got I've fallen I've fallen out of Battlefront a little bit. Like I said earlier, you know, shooter games are not my not usually my best suit. I need for all this Clone War stuff, I need Ahsoka. Yeah. I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> they need to release Ahsoka and maybe then it'll bring me back. <laughs> Well, I was looking at the com uh, the community like calendar, and they're not slowing down. They are not stopping adding content. Felucia is coming out as a map this fall, and I can't wait to see what they do for Felucia. I'm super excited about that. That will be super beautiful. I'll just have to play at least a couple of times just to explore Felucia. Yeah. yeah. 
And like I said, that's coming out in the fall. So all the way up, at least through fall, we're going to be getting more stuff. So who knows? Maybe Ahsoka's coming. So Conventress or something would be pretty cool, right? Yes, that's the dream. Yeah. Well, to conclude our uh, discussion on games, it was announced recently that there's going to be a Resistance Racer mobile game, which I actually downloaded just recently. You can download it through the Disney Now app. So you got to get the Disney Now app first. And super simple game. You literally just put your thumb or whatever finger you want to use and hold that down on the sensor that's on, on the screen. And then you fly through the little rings like um, they do in the races uh, over Castellon in the Star Wars Resistance TV show. So you can pick either Tam or Kaz. And then you um, unlock things by winning races and you can, I think you start off with a fireball, but then you can unlock like X-Wings and things like that. And uh, like I said, I just downloaded it, but it's pretty mindless fun. You know, you just kind of fly through little rings and stuff like that. So if you're bored, you know, you're at the airport or you're at work on break or something, I suggest downloading it and checking it out because it's pretty cool. I'm downloading it now. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. I'm glad I can influence you that easily, but <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. And they got all the original sound effects from the show and stuff like that as well, so pretty awesome. Perhaps the biggest news since our last show, Jesse, is the announcement of Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. We knew it was going to be in Anaheim in 2020, but that's essentially all we knew. We now have the dates... For Star Wars Celebration Anaheim next year, it's going to be August 27th, which is a Thursday, through Sunday, August 30th. And I'm very excited about this. I, I couldn't be more thrilled, and I know we ran into some issues with tickets, right? This is the fastest that four-day passes have sold out for Star Wars Celebration in history. I know for Orlando a few years back, it took you know a couple months for Celebration Chicago this past year, it took a couple days, but for Celebration Anaheim next year, it took less than two hours for the four-day passes to sell out. So, that was so wild to me. Like, I, like, just knowing that I wasn't going to go this year, I wasn't, you know, looking at it too much, but it was, like, the next day, I was like, oh, cool, so even if I changed my mind, <laughs> I think it's done. Yeah. Not going. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not sure how it's going to work because I know last year or this past year they had that like official ticket exchange called Light, L-Y-T-E. Right. So I wasn't sure, like I know you said you weren't going to go or like you were still thinking about it or whatever, but if you end up changing your mind and you want to go, I think as you get closer to the show, tickets might be more available um, there, you know, because things True. will come up, people can't go whatever but i know it's it's an expensive trip it's all the way out in california at least for us here in chicago it's expensive you know to make the to make the trip out to the west coast with flights and hotels and everything so i totally get it it is going to be kind of pricey tickets were 195 dollars for four days and that's not including like fees and stuff which was a few bucks as well so about 200 200 bucks and then, of course, they had all the add-ons if you wanted pins or lanyards or T-shirts or character pins, which would be involved in the uh, pin trading program, all sorts of stuff like that, patches. So it, it adds up quick. But in addition to the four days being sold out, 
Friday is sold out. Saturday is sold out. So we have Thursday and Sunday tickets are all that remain if you want to go to Celebration. And they're $75 each. I highly recommend getting them as soon as possible if uh, those are days that you want to go to. Because if what we've seen this past week is any indication, uh, these tickets are not going to be here for long. So pretty excited about that. And you know after the Rise of Skywalker... There'll probably be a, a full Skywalker Saga celebration with a lot of really cool things. Maybe some uh, guests who previously hadn't been there to sign will be signing this year. We'll probably get more info on The Mandalorian, maybe the next season of Resistance if they decide to do that, uh, and so on and so forth. Maybe even a Clone Wars panel for Season 7 uh, again. Yeah. So lots of really cool things to look forward to next year. And... Um, I, I feel extremely lucky to have gotten my ticket. So yeah. and also Jedi Master sold out like crazy fast. <laughs> That's awesome though. Good for them. This past year was so awesome. I mean, I know I have nothing to compare it to, but after going this past year, like I could see why it sold out so quickly. Like if you went last year or you maybe you were like sitting at home last year watching the live stream, like that is enough to like gear anyone up yeah. to want to get out there. It's just the coolest thing. Well, I have to say I'm kind of bummed that you're not going. I really enjoyed having you. I know. It was a lot of fun. I know. We already have a big vacation plan next year. And it's like, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's, I wish, I feel like I'll be like in every other, or every couple year person. It's definitely not the last time that I'll go to celebration. That's for sure. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. I, I just always enjoy myself so much when I go that like my celebration high just lasts for months afterwards. Like it's just so oh, much yeah. fun. I feel like I have enough, like, Celebration High to hopefully ride me through to, like, next year, the year after the, the next time I get to buy tickets that get sold out in 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, we also know that the lotteries are coming back, and uh, coming from somebody who didn't get picked for any of the lotteries, it is slightly disappointing, but hopefully the force will bring itself into balance, and at Celebration Anaheim, lotteries will will you know be with me and be on my side so we'll see how that yes. all works Just meditate on it yeah all right well another big convention is coming up and this one's actually this month in july so jesse we got a little bit more information on san diego comic-con what can you tell us about the exclusives that were announced Yes, there are many, many exclusives for Star Wars fans at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, some of all the highlights that we have here, um, there's some really cool busts. There's going to be a concept sand trooper, one-sixth scale mini bust. Um, this thing looks pretty cool, really nice detail on it. There are also going to be new Funko Pops. These look pretty neat they are a there's going to be a yoda and a boba fett and they are metallic green which i actually like for these more than the metallic blue that they had at um star wars celebration these i feel like make sense with these two characters to be metallic green there is going to be a hallmark exclusive 
It's called a Wild Ride on Endor Keepsake Ornament, and it is an Ewok riding a hoverbike, which is pretty sweet looking. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's actually pretty adorable. And then let's see what else are our highlights here. There's a beautiful Queen Amidala um, hand sculpted. I mean, and it just says sculpture, so I'm not sure if it's going to be a bust or like a full body thing, but it looks absolutely gorgeous. They have a picture here of it literally being hand done, um, and it looks pretty flawless already. So that's cool. You'll be able to pre-order that. Um, so I don't think the actual sculpture will be available there, but that's pretty neat. There is a a mouse droid Hot Wheels car that you will be able to get, and that is freaking adorable. I <laughs> <Yeah>. feel <laughs> so, like you just need like an army of those. Yeah. Super cute. One other thing that stood out to me that I think is really neat is there's going to be a, a gargoyle magnet. It's from Jabba's Dais, um, and it looks like it's a big... Ma- magnet monster that looks like he's like a door knocker <laughs> has like a big ring through his mouth yeah it's pretty cool you'll be able to get the medal of yavin it is a pin set it looked bigger than i thought it was but apparently it is a pin set and it's a replica of the yavin medal so that's actually really cool be able to pin that onto your convention jacket and pretend that you won a medal from Leia. There you go. <laughs> There's a lot of other really cool stuff. There's some beautiful artwork, t-shirts, the works. There's so much you'll be able to find at STCC. It looks awesome. And then also from Hasbro, there you'll be able to get a special action figure set that is going to have Stormtrooper Luke, um, a X-Wing pilot, and Jedi Knight Luke. Um, all three of those guys in one pack set. And then you can also get a Boba Fett figure and a prototype Darth Vader, which I've never seen this this Darth Vader before. He's He is colorful. <laughs> yeah, I think what I saw related to this was like, so for example, the one that is on the StarWars.com website uh, that's being featured for the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive page and you know, you guys can go onto this page and look at all the other exclusives as well. But from what I'm seeing right here, we have a Darth Vader with a red head, a red arm, an orange arm, and a blue chest. And I think the the deal is that, like, every figure is different. So, like, there's, you know, your Vader might have a green head and an orange, you know, arm and whatever, and mine might be different. But the Vaders have all different colors. I think that's the way it's, it is. Uh, so they, they just, like have a bunch of pieces of different colors of plastic and they just yeah. put them all together differently. I believe so. Yeah. And the Boba Fett is the six inch. Um, it's, and it's going to be in like the, the vintage packaging, which looks really cool. And, you know, like you said, Jesse, there's just a ton of stuff. The, the Funko pops, uh, if you miss out at San Diego comic-con, um, the Yoda is going to be a shared exclusive with FYE. So shortly after the show, you could go to FYE and get the Yoda. It won't have, I don't think it'll have the same sticker, at least with Celebration they don't. 
Um, it'll just be like convention exclusive 2019. I don't know if it'll say San Diego Comic Con. It might. It might. It looks like it might on on here. So um, definitely be aware if you're a Funko Pop collector. And then the Boba Fett Chrome Funko Pop is a shared exclusive with Amazon. So you'll have to get that online if you're not actually going to be at the show. But a lot of really cool stuff coming. And San Diego Comic-Con is from July 18th through the 21st. So we'll probably have a ton more news coming up after that. So I I saw something that uh, said the Rise of Skywalker will not be at at San Diego Comic-Con, which means there's not going to be like another panel or a ton of info. But we might get some news related to something you know it's one of the biggest pop culture conventions of the year if not the biggest so i'm sure i'm sure lucasfilm and disney will will throw us a bone and yeah that's surprising i i hope they're just trying to be sneaky (laughs) but that will pretty much do it for the news uh jesse before we go i do want to talk a little bit about our book club because we're getting things rolling here we're on our second book and we are just about done with Thrawn by Timothy Zahn and uh, this is something that my girlfriend Amanda is going to be running and we are going to be doing another podcast uh, within the next week hopefully it'll be out and it'll be talking about uh, our review of Thrawn if you have participated in our book club and have read the book and want some questions answered or want some of your opinions or your reviews on the book uh, mentioned on the podcast, definitely shoot us a direct message on one of our social media platforms and we will add it to the show. If you're not a part of our book club, definitely check into it. We are uh, we do our book club through Facebook and it's a book club group called TSO Book Club and uh, we do a new book every month and we're currently working our way through the Thrawn Trilogy, the new Thrawn Trilogy. Because Thrawn Treason comes out on, I believe it's July 23rd, so right before August. So Thrawn Treason will be our book for August, where we can just sort of, you know, bang out the the first two, uh, June and July respectively, and then be ready for Treason in August. So like I said, we are going to be having a podcast on the first Thrawn book coming up soon so if you uh want to have your voice heard definitely chime in so if you do want to jump in with us now is the perfect time to get involved in book club because we're coming to the close of our book for june and going to be starting thrawn alliances uh just coming up here in july uh and that is perfect for right now because if you're planning a trip to galaxy's edge anytime soon or you're just super excited to learn about the planet of batu this is the very first book that Batu was ever introduced in, so you can get some good background knowledge on the planet before you go visit. All right, there you go. And we always do a poll. So after we get through the Thrawn trilogy, we'll have a poll um, for our next book. So if there's one you've been dying to talk to people about or read yourself, um, we'll do that. And there's always new Star Wars books coming out. We just had Alphabet Squadron come out a couple weeks ago. And I know that's one that a lot of people have been dying to read as well. So a lot of great options. Jesse, before we go, do you want to tell people where they can find us on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the handle at Twin Suns Outpost. All right. And if you're looking to listen to us on different different places to listen to us, you can find us on 
the Star Wars Podcast app on the Google Play Store. You can also find us on iTunes and our website, which is www.twinsonsoutpost.com. Click on the podcast tab on the left-hand side, and you'll see all of our shows. Uh, it's been great to to talk to you, Jesse, about all the new and upcoming exciting Star Wars news. Uh, but as always, we want to hear feedback from our listeners and uh, keep in touch with everybody out there uh, as well. So make sure to uh, to comment and, and interact with us on social media because we love it. For Eric and Jesse, you've been listening to episodes 142 of Twin Suns Transmission. We'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Airmaster, Tatooine. It's controlled by the hut. Rendezvous point on Halloween. This time you will not have to meet the king.